Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 195 of the Foxy Podcast Show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. And Happy New Year, everyone. For this first episode of 2022, my guest on the show is Chiara Lee, who is a member of Father Murphy, an Italian band that was active for much of the past two decades until announcing in 2018 that the project was coming to an end with the release of their final album, Rising, a Requiem for Father Murphy, and its subsequent tour. Since Father Murphy has ended, Chiara has gone on to start a tape label called Commando Vanessa and a music blog called Florilegio with other collaborators, both covering a broad range of experimental and underground music with an inclusive and atypical approach. In my chat with Chiara, we discuss all of these different projects along with some of the new musical activities that she and her former Father Murphy bandmate Freddie have been up to. You'll hear that interview in segments throughout the show, and a bunch of music that corresponds to each of the projects discussed. But before we get into all that, I thought I'd start off by playing some tracks from the early years of Father Murphy. It's a track called We Know Who Our Enemies Are.
For most of the past two decades, your primary focus was recording and performing in the group Father Murphy, which is, of course, where I discovered uh, your music years and years ago, which was great when I was writing for Foxy Digitalis. That's how Mm -hmm. I came upon your band. But in in 2018, you had announced that Father Murphy was coming to an end with the release of your album, Rising, a Requiem for Father Murphy. And I guess for you and Freddie, your longtime collaborator in that group, what made you want to bring that project to... I guess sort of a definitive end point that was planned out in advance and there was a tour behind it rather than just kind of an after the fact, ah, maybe we should be done. Yeah. Mm, well, I think usually, you know, things ends and you don't expect that, right? You're not ready for that. It just happens in your life. So at that point in our life, Freddie and I were thinking, well, you know, we've done what we basically wanted to do with this project. We've been touring for many years. We've released many records. We were really satisfied about what we've done uh, at that point. So we talked a little and we said, like, what are we going to do now? You know, it's also like Father Murphy was a peculiar project, each record was a uh, um, um, concept album mm-hmm. and so every time there was a lot there were a lot of discussion about what and where we are going next you know what are we going to do next mm-hmm. and at that point we were like well maybe you know it's time just to end the project <laughs> and in a way it was said it was like what are right. we finishing the project you know <laughs> consciously doing that why you know the project is doing well we're touring a lot why are we doing that but then it was you know a point that we reached a point that uh, it was natural to put a dot at the end of the project and so we said like well it would be nice to write an album for our end you know for the end of the project Right. And since, you know, we used to have all these references to Christianity and religion and, you know, why not write a a requiem for the band? (laughs) So, I mean, we've always listened to many requiems for, you know, many, many musicians. And we were like, oh, we should try to do that, you know, write that for ourselves. And that's what we did. So, yeah, basically it was a conscious choice to to say maybe it's time just to let go and do other things in our life. Yeah. Was was part of it just as you mentioned it was a very heavily conceptual project and uh, were you just ready to just put that aside because you wanted to be able to maybe do things that were free of that concept like make music that was totally unattached to something like that. Is that part of it? Yeah, it is also part of that, you know, mm-hmm. it's like uh, after a while you're, especially if you have a very conceptual project, it's uh, everything you do has to be related to that, you know, and sometimes it's a cage, you know, maybe you want to do something different, but I mean, you, you always can do what you want, you know, <laughs> it's right. not that, uh, but you don't want to do that because there is a theme to that and there is something that you built through the years. So yeah, it was all also for that reason, I think that we decided to go other 
directions, right, you know, right. and to end the project. Yeah. yeah. Well, could you give a little background on this new short film that came out recently that, you know, I think it's been screening at some film festivals and stuff in your area in Italy. And I guess the way I read it, it was almost like the final, final goodbye, like kind of the <laughs> visual accompaniment yeah. to the end of Father yeah. Murphy. You'll have to let me know if that's correct or not. But I, I read a short piece that appeared in the pages of, I guess, the Italian Rolling Stone online yeah. edition. And it was describing, it went into great detail about the house where this was filmed at, which I thought was kind of unique, kind of an interesting, mysterious space. So any background about the filming of this and sort of what that captures uh, in that film? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I told you that we decided to write a requiem for the band. And then after the, the requiem, after the release of the requiem, a tour followed and it was almost like, you know, a collective ritual to say goodbye to Father Murphy. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was always a collective one. And at the end of that, Freddie and I were like, oh, we should do something personal, you know, just the two of us. And then um, now we live in, we are based and we live in Torino, Italy. Mm -hmm. And Torino, you know, is a really peculiar city because it's, it's considered to be like sort of a esoteric city in the middle of you know, uh, dark magic and mm -hmm. white magic. You know, I don't know if you heard anything about that. You know, the no. triangles of magic mm -hmm. that um, there's different cities in Europe and United States that form a triangle of mm. white magic and dark magic. And Torino is in both triangles. So oh, okay. it's kind of, of weird. And there's a lot of symbolism around the city, you know. So... Um, it's always been really symbolic to us. And we were like, oh, we should find a place in the city, a place that is sort of a portal, you know, where to release the spirit of Father Murphy, mm -hmm. of the band. And then through some friends, we met this guy, Fulvio, who is the curator of uh, the museum in this house. We shot the, the short movie. And... Um, the house is really mysterious, as you say. Mm -hmm. It was basically a house built by this architect uh, in the 80s, uh, Carlo Mollino, who is uh, a very famous arch architect in Italy. And he was a weird character. And he decided he wanted to build a house for his spirit, like a mausoleum, mm -hmm. sort of like a mausoleum for the spirit. And he never actually lived in the house. But he built it based on the Egyptian book of the dead. And, you know, so there's really a lot of symbolism hidden inside the house. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you first enter the house, it's just a really beautiful and fancy house. But then you get to learn why he chose to use that table or, you know, that bed. And, and then you get into the story and it's kind of magic, you know. So yeah. we said, like, well, this would be the perfect place to do this personal ritual. Right. And, and so we did. And uh, these two friends of ours, they, they were both director, Davide Maldi and Nicole Rubini. They were like, why don't we do something together? You know, it's a shame that you do this ritual and there's no testimony to it. So they came and filmed the ritual and then they made a short film that, yeah, it's not 
now out, I mean, in some festivals, only in Europe so far, but mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe more. Yeah. Maybe at, the, more. at this point, that's the only way you can see it, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we didn't want to, you know, put the video on YouTube or, you know, it's something personal and special to us. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. There is a video teaser or trailer that you can view. Yeah. Um, you, you might be concerned about Chiara because she is seen licking the wall. And in the age of COVID, we're a little bit concerned, Chiara. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I didn't think about that. But I mean, it was a personal ritual, so yeah. <laughs> You're right. Hopefully that wall was sanitized before. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, as you look back on your time in Father Murphy, is there anything, and I, this is a pretty general question here, but is there anything that stands out in your mind that you're especially proud of that you two were able to accomplish and achieve over what? I mean, it was 15 plus years that you were doing that. Anything, any memories or things that you just feel like that was really worthwhile, that was really special? Mm, yeah, I think probably the first tour in the United States was really good. I mean, it's what opened the doors to many things that happened. I remember a very special show in San Francisco, actually in Oakland. And it was, you know, it was a day off the day before we played San Francisco and uh, Carla Bozzoli showed up at the mm. show. We already met her in uh, Italy some years before. And so she came to the show and then she was asking us about the next day. We were like, oh, we only, you know, we have a day off. We're not going to play. And she was like, oh, I'm going to set something up. And then we end up playing in somebody's house i know mm -hmm. it, it was a really small show but then we met so many other interesting musicians like people from Deerhof, people from shushu and people who we ended up touring with and collaborating with through the years so right. it, it was really nice because you know usually you're like oh it's a day off i should rest you know we're on a long tour but we were like no, we should do this, you know, it's going to be fun. And right. then it opened so many doors. So I remember that. And maybe the collaboration with Jarbo, which was very special, that was almost at the end of our path as Father Murphy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, to be able to play with her and also playing like as a backing band for her, it was something really special, I think. Yeah, I remember speaking when you to when you played here in Minneapolis and speaking to Freddie and he was pretty adamant about the importance of getting out and just doing it, getting out on the road. Like a lot of people would stay and not tour and he felt like that was a big part of being a band, just like just yeah. going all in. <laughs> and you guys did that pretty early on in the United States, right? I mean Yes. Yes, it was still a time where not many bands from Europe toured and uh, especially our kind of band. I mean, when we first toured, nobody knew us, right? So we were saving money <laughs> to go there and just playing house shows and small venues. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was like you say, being there, you know, just trying to be out there to let people know that we were doing something right so i think yeah the biggest accomplishment is probably the fact that you know 
we believed in what we were doing and we were trying hard. And in the end, it was by our actions that we managed to accomplish something, right? right? Playing big festivals or, you know, doing special tours. But just because we put our, ourselves out there, you know, right. we tried. So, yeah. <laughs> well, in the time that you've ended, Father Murphy, I did see on the, was it Florida? I hope I'm saying this right. Florilegio. You're Florilegio. The, Florilegio. Yes. Okay. I knew I was going <laughs> to trip up on that. No, 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 which, no. But... <laughs> which we'll talk about more in just a little bit. But on the site there, it says that you are now composing music for films, arts installations, and reading in a duo still with Freddie. So I'm just curious, uh, before we jump into this first music block, what are some of the things that you've been up to musically since putting an end to Father Murphy? Yeah, um, Freddie and I are still collaborating and writing music together in a different way. And uh, yeah, we're mainly working as uh, soundtrack composers. So um, it's always been, I, I think Father Murphy music has always been already filmic in a way, yeah. you know, we were imagining, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, we were seeing things before composing music. So uh, it came kind of natural, but yeah, we've been working with different directors, mainly from Italy. Um, so we did, we scored the soundtrack for um, L'Apprendistato, The Young Observant by Davide Maldi. Um, and uh, Sacro Moderno by Lorenzo Pallotta. So that's what we're doing now. Yeah, we work on some music for installation from some Latvian artists and other people from Europe. And um, yeah, so the idea is to work for other people's vision. Yeah. You know, yeah. they have a vision and you make the music for it. It's something that we're really into. Yeah. Right yeah. now. Not, so not necessarily yeah. starting another band again. N no, not really. I don't think I don't know if Freddie sometimes thinks of starting that, but <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> into yeah. that. You know, uh sometimes I miss playing live, you know, mm -hmm. the live dimension, but it's true that right now he's also right. uh, it's been a lucky choice for us you know right, right. yeah you, <laughs> you stopped in at 2018 the right time. <laughs> yeah a good Before time to stop yeah <laughs> yeah we were lucky enough yeah, yeah. well let, let's play some music here from father murphy i'm gonna play a track from i guess what would have been your last full-length album prior to the requiem which would have been crochet mm -hmm. so let's play a track called a purpose and then we'll come back and Talk some more.
in 2019, after the end of the group, you end up starting a record label called Commando Vanessa uh, that you note on the Bandcamp page conveys contemporary and unfamiliar music through an all-female rigorous combined action. So I was just curious about maybe some of your motivations or inspirations for, for starting up the label. Yeah. Uh, I started the label with other people. It's not my label. Mm -hmm. So we are a collective of different people. So I think each of us have, has different motivations. Sure. <laughs> but for me, uh, personally, um, you know, uh, with my work with Father Murphy and the touring experience and, you know, from meeting many other musicians around the world, for me, it was kind of the idea to help other musicians grow. You know, I feel for us as Father Murphy, it was really hard to understand how to do some things, you know, how to promote yourself, how to put your name out there. And I feel that, especially in the underground music, we all share this thing. You know, it's really hard to understand how to do it, what to do, how do I reach that magazine? How do I talk with that booking agent, you know? So for me, it was like to put my experience into helping other artists that I admire, I like. And that was my main motivation sure. on how, you know, to work on a label. And um, the inspiration, like you said, it's an all-female team. And for me, uh, when I met these other people in the collective, it was nice because there was an attention to things that I care about, like, you know, diversity or, you know, trying to promote uh, bands that, you know, have a message or something to right. say. And um, it was good to to be able to do that with uh, collaborating with other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like to do that, you know, the, the way that it's not about yourself, you know, right. but it's about helping people grow through the help of different people. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Is, is that something that started with people just like people in, in Italy or is this more of an in, international in scope? And I guess to, to extend that a little bit further, I mean, when you started off, was this a way to connect to that larger international community that you were touring in and all that? Or were you trying to focus maybe more closer to home in Italy and bands and stuff that maybe didn't have certain exposure and stuff like that yeah it's both in the way that so um, the collective is based in italy we are all from italy and so of course we uh, we look at you know our um local scene and you know our italian scene but actually we released many records from people that are not in italy so it also uh, based on connections that you know and a sort of network that i built through the years um touring around and it's also like sort of a give back you know mm -hmm. <laughs> to yeah. the community which i was part of as musician and now i'm part of in a different capacity i mm -hmm. think <laughs> yeah yeah you know aside from the music that you've put out on the label I know you and I were kind of bouncing back some email exchanges prior to doing this for, for several months. It was drawn out, I realize. <laughs> Sorry for that. Uh, um, but 
you know, you said that during this time, and we just mentioned it with COVID, you know, not a lot of touring going a lot, a lot are happening right now, I should say. And it, it thrust you into looking at what was going on locally, you had mentioned, certain local musicians that you were checking out in Torino. Um, what have been some discoveries um, over the past year or so since you've been there? Yeah, uh, you know, Torino is a weird city and has always had um, an import, a strong underground music scene historically. You know, mm-hmm. there's bands like uh, Movie Star Junkies or Larsen that have toured internationally, have signed with foreign labels. And um, the good thing about that was that they invited other musicians from abroad to come here so you know there was a good connection you know a lot of bands playing here and um, this was for many this was happening for many years but right now (laughs) of course everything is changing and you know a lot of uh, small venues are closing Mm -hmm. down because there's no chance to go on in this situation. And so this stopped a little bit, but in a way there's younger people, you know, younger generation that are trying to organize shows, starting small labels uh, that are not, that in a normal time, maybe I wouldn't notice because maybe they released records on based with different genre of music that yeah. I don't usually listen to. Mm-hmm. But uh, this uh, past summer, since there weren't things happening, and it was all based around the local scene. It was nice in a way because, yeah, um, I was going through to these uh, venues, improvised venues, the DIY venues, and finding out about, you know, a vibrant music scenes right. made by younger people, uh, for example, Riforma or New Weird Italia, which are two connected realities, two connected, uh, one is a label, uh, the other is like a platform, and they organize shows, they have uh, many releases with interesting new projects, solo projects, more like electronic, sometimes more like clubbing, you know, but it's they're really good. Yeah. And when they play live, they have many followers and you can see there's a good vibrant energy going on. Right. And they also release this guy from Torino uh, who is called Agnello. Also very interesting. And then uh, Compulsive Pene Madonna, uh, that is a duo, electro, power, yeah, yeah. power electro, really dancey. <laughs> but, you know, it's, uh, they're, they're quite good. And yeah. live, they're amazing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was nice to be able to see these uh, different projects. Yeah, yeah. Did some of that spill into what would have been the last... Uh, Commando Vanessa release called Mansplained. Were some of those things the discoveries that you had made? Um, Actually not. Um, As with Commando Vanessa, we always uh, released some... uh, At the beginning, we had had the idea we usually do two releases per time. Mm -hmm. And we always wanted to have one release to be a project based in Italy. (laughs) But then things change. And it's also like 
usually with Commando Vanessa, we used to choose the bands after seeing them live. So it was really a scouting based on the live experience. Mm -hmm. And now it's changed a little bit. But Men's Plane was a collection of people we met through the years, uh, bands that we exchanged emails uh, in the past two years. And it was just a compilation of weird, diverse, crazy <laughs> music yeah. that doesn't match at all. You know, there's totally different genre. So that's like, we, we call the compilation a genre because there's no genre <laughs> at all. <laughs> right. you know? yeah. right. But it's good. Yeah, it's I love it. Yeah, It's something like, you know, it was a celebration of the first year of the label and it made sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe before I jump into this first track, do, do you have any upcoming plans? It's been a little bit quiet on the label front for a while. Just And I know you've been doing other things, but are there plans for some new releases in the new year? Yeah, in the past year was quiet. Some people involved in the collective had personal problems and with the COVID and everything, we decided to take a little break mm -hmm and to think about what we were going to do. So there's something on the work, but we don't have a release schedule yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's play something from this Mansplained uh, compilation. This will make people's ears just perk up. I love this one. I hope I say her last name right. Help me out here. It's it's Marie, is it Galeray or? Guilleray. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's a cool track. Um, again, it's just, you can just get sucked into this one. So I'm just going to let it play. A lobster. One birdie. The racket. A chalet. Two loyalists on a big chamber. A scythe who sculpts Napoleon. A medallion professes sediment. Two lullabies on a big bed satyr. One jump second in command. A pile of pantechnicons. Three flurries. Three grasslands. Five dependencies. A nice carrot. One mandolin of the wraith. A tidal wayfarer. A chalk three turnouts, a cliffhanger. A clerk. Twenty-two gravestones. A tidal wave band. A doorbell with its doorstep. One mandrel of the wrapper. A gyro of joystick. A racing stagger. A Mesa Dolorosa. Three Nimbus. An unworthy songbird. A scum who sculpts Napoleon. A doorstep with its dorm. I climb down. One biscuit. Three or four Cyprian underdogs. A big reading of Superman. One jump secretary general. A gentlewoman decorated with the legislation of honor. Five dependents. A pallet of paper bags. A loaf. 
a watch band. One birthday. A scupper who sculpts Napoleon. The racetrack. Three nincompoops. A lens. A bollard. A big reaction of sundress. A client. Three nipples. A medical cabinet. Three pegs. A doorway with its dormitory. A doorknob with its doorstop. The racket. A racing stair. The racialist. A maid of Dolorosa. A floating killjoy. A bralero. A lady brusco and so. A maid of Dolorosa. Three clavers. An unworthy song. A racing stage. A drag pachyderm. A mechanism profession sedative. Two stools. Three nightlights. A cleric. Alone. Two dads collar. One birthmark. Twenty-two gravel. One mandrel of the ratty. A big reactionary of sir. One bishop. Two dad scowl. One lozenge. A drafty pacemaker. A sculpture who sculpts Napoleon. A gladiator of judge. An unworthy sock. An unworthy sock. Two Dominican four. A dragonfly. Two dads scowl. A leper. The fluffy corner. The flower pot we call. A floating killing. A knife through tournament. Three grave diggers, one jumpsy, a mater dolorosa, two dads, one lover, one bird cave, a mater dolor, one mandarin of a lady ships, two stoops, a boat, the race, two paws, a palindrome, a racing, a knight, the fluid, we two stone mason, the flower bed, the ring, three, a genus decorated, an unworthy, five dinner, three to a mediator pro, two dad cat, one. Five d a night, two loyalties on a, a watch, a client, a fiddle, three a racings, three a float, two stop alerts, two stop, two lozenges, a big reader, three a tidal waste, a girl, a lady in wait, three graces, what two deads, a night pan, a big race, two Dominican four, a lake, a night, three 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 or four six, and a big re five depart, two dinner, three and a climb, a brulette, a watch. A doorbell, a gyro, a, a dragoon, one bird kit, the race of gold, a lady ship, a loaf, a walk, a medalist, professor, a door, a scurry huska, a what, a gerund decorated, a tie, three, a, a lagus, two dad, the flurry we a scuttles, one, a mechanic product, three, two, the racism, a make, a tidal, a drag, two loyalists, a tidal wax. Three or four Cypri, one loop, one man, a lady in wait, a sea who sculpts a pope, a pallet of pant, a left, twenty two, a night, one logic, a float, a racing stage hand, a big real, a non worthy, three great, three or four Cypri, a mate, one man, one, two lullaby, a length, a scupper who's two dominant, a lot, three nuts, a flip, one man, a lot, twenty, one, a big real, one jump, twos, a wet, the fluid, a mediator, three. One, two, top, three medals, five, three, one, three,
Well, as I alluded to earlier, that you've also were involved in starting and contributing to a fairly new music blog called Florilegio. Did yes. I get it? Did I get it? Yes, you got awesome. it. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Which offers... Good. It doesn't matter. I know. You I know. can pronounce it the, the way, you know, everybody pronounce it in a different way, and it's fine. I yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I it really offers a unique and compelling curatorial approach and perspective, the, this website. And uh, in short, it's an independent blog. It's covering experimental and underground music with more of an inclusive, atypical approach, kind of similar to what you described with uh, Commando Vanessa, really. And I guess maybe rather than just me read the entire About Us section from the website, which I was tempted to do, I thought maybe I'd just have you kind of describe the overall focus and maybe the intent of this music blog and how it came to be. Yeah. Yeah, the main focus of the blog is to talk about or better give voice to female musicians in the music world and to address underrepresentation, you know, of female musicians. Yeah. And so that's the focus of the blog. And the intent uh, is to promote artists and scenes from different parts of the world. So um, that are also underrepresented. You know, mm -hmm. if you read music blogs, it's mainly music from United States, the UK and Europe. Mm -hmm. But there is much interesting, a lot of interesting music from around the world that deserves to be heard and to be listened. So, yeah, this is the intent. And also to promote a sort of uh, connectedness between these artists, you know, create sort of a network of uh, uh, people from the experimental music world that share ideas or, you know, uh, that tell some tales about where they live, what do they like to do? What do they listen to? You know, yeah. and also, um, you know, the the blogs are always there's always a direction. What we wanted to do with these is it was to give freedom to the collaborator, to the people who contribute to the blog to say and write whatever they want, you know? Mm -hmm. So there is a main theme, there's different sections with, you know, different themes, but then collaborators can do whatever they want, you know? Mm, they can explore the topics they want in the way they want. They're free to do that, you know? There's no rules about right. that. Yeah. And, and so that's about giving voice to people, you know? You can basically, so there's a main theme, like for example, the local scene, but you can talk about it the way you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how it was launched, it was basically, <laughs> it was uh, an, another project that started during the lockdown. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so the main curators of Florilegio are Sara Xiaoyu and me and myself. So we were talking you know, on the phone during the lockdown about, you know, <laughs> these things like, oh, my God, these blogs are boring. And, you know, there's never something that we wanted to read. And so we just 
had the idea, why don't we start one by ourselves? You know, the way we want to do that. And uh, with Sarah, um, we have a long relationship. I mean, we met in China many years ago. She now lives in London. We worked on different projects together in the past. So we were like, yeah, we should do that. Mm -hmm. Let's start the Let's start that, you know, and it was a lockdown period. We weren't working enough. So we were like, oh, yeah, we have time. Yeah. <laughs> just just do that. <laughs> and yeah. And so we brainstormed for many months <laughs> and then we went online. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love it. Just have an idea and go make <laughs> yeah, it happen. And right? go for that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I really do appreciate you know, so Sometimes you you just complain about things, you know. Yeah. You're like, oh, I would like for that to be mm -hmm. like the way I want, but you don't do anything about it. So we were like, oh yeah, we should do that ourselves. <laughs> right, absolutely. I really do appreciate the the layout and the the sections that I think you you mentioned. Like, there's different sections, and some of the they each have a are named after or something, an idea or a concept from a different language. It took me a little bit. I'm like, what is that? And I had to kind of go back and poke around on the website. But I like how it's presented in sort of this, like you mentioned, however they, however the person chooses to go about it, there's sort of this like non-gatekeeper aspect of it that I like too. But there's also just some really, I'll just say, fun and kind of playful ways of going about this like the review section is an image and quotes <laughs> which i think is cool <laughs> and then there's just sort of this miscellaneous section of people that can write essays about a topic or personal experiences so i think it, it, it is a a unique blog and a, a nice lens to kind of approach things that aren't on a lot of typical like reviews interviews features blah that's it this has kind of a, a cool uh, perspective, I think. Yeah, it's funny because, yeah, we started from, you know, the main sections that are in all the music blogs, right? So, like you said, the review section. So, and we were, you know, talking about that, like, what would we like? How would we like to review something, you know, or mm -hmm. how we would we enjoy to read in a review right. and then we were like you know usually reviews are part of press sheets and a long list of i don't know other bands that reminded you of this band yes, <laughs> you know? yes. not always you know i'm not saying all the blogs or all there's really good journalism still you know music mm. journalists but most of the time it's kind of boring so we were like oh and what related to us was like the idea that music is about emotions, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like if you, we use uh, an image and a quote like to express what we felt while listening to the album, it would be nice, you know? Right. And that's how we, you know, structure the old sections in, in the blog, like starting from, you know, an interview section, okay, how would we want to do that? It's like I've been interviewed many times and sometimes I felt like, oh, why this, is this person asking me that? I don't want to talk about that. I would rather go for that for mm -hmm. another topic, right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, in the video interview section, there's a question like, just ask yourself a question. Yeah. What would you want to be asked, you know? 
And the idea, yeah, it's basically like giving freedom to people. If you think about it, all the sections, like the other sections, there's one called Codiwompel, which is about places that have had an importance to the music, the um, artists uh, compose or play. And it's basically like, yeah, you know, just choose a place and talk about that. Or mm -hmm. like you said, the, the essay part, it's like, is there a topic you would like to explore? Just go for that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so right. it's like, the question is like, what do you want to talk about? Just tell us about it, you know, because it's probably more interesting that if I pose you a question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's basically, like, you know, um, sort of like uh, keeping out of the picture the the journalists but just give space give voice to these people it's like when you read about um music scene of course there's always the journalists that choose what is interesting and what is not but actually it's like people in the scene probably will talk about more obscure projects that are probably never going to be successful but are really interesting yes. you know right, <laughs> so right. yeah that's what you know we thought about it when we started the, sure. the blog and about the names it was like so sarah and i are not you know english is not our mother tongue so and but we speak other languages like we speak chinese and we were like you know there's so many interesting languages in the world we don't know them all but there's so many words that are not translatable right that are impossible to translate so it would be nice to choose those kind of uh, of uh, words yeah. right and also for example in um, florilegio if a person you know we, we use english because it's easier more people can read it you know it's more uh, approachable right sure. but there's some uh, contributors that wrote in their mother tongue like there's some articles that are both in chinese and in english or in spanish and in english mm -hmm. it's not always like that because some people prefer to write directly in english but if they write in their mother tongue it's nice because then you know people that don't speak english can still read the article right, right. Uh, so yeah which yeah. is uh, it would be good to have for all the articles, you know, both versions. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, you have picked out some music selections for us to play here in these next block of music uh, that I guess we could say are artists that one could discover on the website. And maybe this is a, a moment where we could just uh, briefly mention that uh, you and your collaborators from their website are going to start doing a monthly mix series that we're going to put on the Freeform Freakout website, at least for part of 2022, which I'm really excited about because I just love the music stuff that you brought on here. So anything that you want to share, are you going to open this up to other people or is it just you, the, the, the two of you that are going to do the selecting for this? <laughs> um, yeah, we're really excited as well, I have to say. Um, for now, I think it's just going to be us for okay. the first you know, yeah. episodes and it's cool though, because, you know, the blog still has a grid, you know, it's kind of free, yeah. but it still has a grid. So it's nice that we don't have any grid on this podcast. So mm -hmm. we'll see, 
you know, every month maybe it will be different. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, it's I look be for- a surprise. Yes, <laughs> uh, it's going to be a surprise for me and I'm looking forward to it. So, <laughs> well, let's jump into some of this music. I was super happy that you picked out a track from this group, Harga, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because I was going to play their track that was on the Mansplained compilation, yeah. but then I saw this, I'm like, whoa, I'm going to wait and play it. So let's play this yeah. one from La- Harga, a track called Lava, and we'll come back in just a moment and talk more. Oh, my God. 
Well, all right, in that block of music right there, again, selections that Chiara had uh, picked out for artists that would potentially or maybe have appeared on Floor Legio. Is that right? Have they been in the featured in yeah, that? Yeah, they all have appeared in one way or the other. Yes, sure, yes, sure. yes. Well, we heard from uh, Ila, uh, Francesca Hart, Alpha Maid, and then again, Harga at the very top. And I'm intentionally avoiding a few of those because I know I will just trip over the words in there. But <laughs> anything about those artists or that you'd want to mention just from in choosing those? Yeah, I think um, Harga, for example, they're a Bristol-based band in the UK, you know, and they're really interesting. This um, track, Lava, um, is taken from Heroic Animo de la Misère, and it's a concept album about uh, immigrants coming by sea in the Mediterranean, you know, so it's really a strong album, you know, strong message. And it's one of my favorite album of the past year. Mm -hmm. So check them out. Yeah. Yeah. I love that track. I think it's a really powerful track. Um, we're getting down to the wire here in terms of time. So I thought maybe before we sign off, is there any other things that you can mention? Maybe projects, whether film stuff or music stuff that you're working on uh, that's coming yeah. up down this down the pipeline here this year? Yes, we, Freddie and I are working on the soundtrack of a, a movie by Luca Di Pierro, who is the guy who released all our videos, oh, yes. video clips. Which are, so. if anybody out there has not seen those, you have to go check them. Those, those are so cool. <laughs> yeah, they are really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And uh, so he just finished his first movie. And it's also a silent movie, but we're working on the soundtrack. So mm -hmm. we're working on it right now. I think it will be finished by February or March. So I think next year it's going to come out first in film festivals and then hopefully <laughs> in many, many cinemas around yeah, the world. Right. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then anything else you said, you're, you have a few things that are possibly happening with the label, but not nothing that you can mention at this stage. Is is the plan to just kind of keep plowing forward with, with the website too and adding stuff as people contribute yeah. to that? Yeah, exactly. You just reminded me. So Florilegio, it's actually, um, we create the contents. I mean, we, chose, we choose the um, uh, musicians that uh, contribute to the website, but we are launching an open call to musicians, mm. female musicians that are willing to contribute to the, to the blog. So I think the next, in the next week or in the next few weeks, we're going to launch it. Okay. And so just let people know that we're eager to, you know, listen to new music, find yeah. out about new projects. And so just write us. <laughs> yeah. We'll maybe put a post along with each of the mixes that you put uh, each month yes. that cool. we'll uh, yeah. mention that too. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So yeah, female artists out there, if you want to contribute tracks or get in touch with uh, Chiara, uh, please do. <laughs> so yes. But uh, th <laughs> thank you so much for your time. It's been great connecting with you today. Thank you, David. Yeah. It was nice. We're going to play a few more tracks here that you had selected, starting with this one from an artist I really, really admire. It is Kupu from Finland. Mm -hmm. 
Pikachu.
تصور دیدنت را دیدم وقتی در ذهنم میچرخیدی دیدمت بارها اتفاقی در چهار راه چرخیدی پیچیدی دور شدی من خیره به نقطه سراب روی شراب بر آب آب تنی در دریاچه سرمه ای به نقطه های نقره ای آنجا بخش چشمانه چشمانه دریاچه در سرون سوار برد چرخ برموش دور شدی دور شدن دیگر ندیدنت موج در خوش بردتت بردتم برد نوشتم نوشتم پیدایت نکرد آب بچی در رسته بارد کرد دو هش پستاد کار دستم داد نوشتم آن را مفتی نباشم آشتر دستم بسید تبرشم را که از بالا میبینی ما در یک دریاچه در دو دنیای موازی با سه جهت باد متفاوت ریچارد یک چوب قایق یا ریدو تیوب پلاستیکی در دو جهت مخالف ناهنگن جلو میرویم گفتم بدون اینکه به عمق شیرجه بزنیم بدون اینکه سرت را زیر آب کنی سرت را زیر آب کنم سرم را زیر آب کنی سرم را زیر آب کنم تا ببینمت در یک زمان نکن البته که شجاعت میخواهد دیدن از دیدنم البته که سیزده سال را بهانه کردی البته که ترجیح دادی تصویر سرعان در را در خواه به زندگی سرعان در روز مردی هر کدام در روزی به بازی موج من را از جدا موج من را در اوج جدا موج را در من کاش در حلقات پیوستش نستم پس زنان تحقیش کنم آیهش شد سرم های در دستانم چشمانت مردم که سفید به من فرسان کار این کلمات را به زبانی دیگر در جایی دیگر در زمانی دیگر یه بردی نویسم در دو تیر چای میکنم برم و به آب بزنم همه به خواب بزنم شیشه رو رنگ میکنم بردن سان سان بردن سان
That's going to bring things to an end for this installment of the show. I want to thank Chiara once again for taking the time to chat with me and for picking out the music that you heard in those last few blocks. As mentioned during the episode, be on the lookout for the Florilegio mix series that will be appearing on the Freeform Freakout website during 2022. If you'd like to check out the complete playlist for this show, you can go to our website at freeformfreakout.com. There are links that will bring you to each of the releases played and where you can purchase either digital or physical copies. As always, I encourage you to support these artists and labels in whatever way you can. If you have any questions or comments, you can always get in touch with me at fffreakout at hotmail.com. I'll be back again in a couple of weeks with another new episode. Until then... Thanks so much for listening.